Bobby, aren't you sleepy? No, I'm thinking about what? Robots. Don't think about that, Tommy. You'll get bad dreams. I can't help it because, well, maybe anybody could be robots. Like who? Like anybody, Chucky. Like the mailman or the man who sells ice cream or or even our own moms and dads. What? Yeah, maybe our real moms and dads have been taking captures to the planet Mars or something. No, that can't be true. I don't know. Did you see how my dad looked when he turned off the TV? He didn't look like he usually does. He looked like a, a robot. No, Tommy, stop saying stuff like that. It's not true. Maybe not, Chucky. But I can't sleep until I find out for sure. Good evening, robots. This is Big Orange Couch, the 90s Nickelodeon podcast, where we talk about all things 90s Nickelodeon. My name's Joey. I'm Andrew. I'm Kevin. <laughs> Was I supposed yeah, to talk in yeah, that weird yeah, voice? Yeah. Okay. We're, doing, we're doing the whole episode like this, Kevin. <laughs> it's going to be fun. <laughs> uh, this is episode 207. Wait, we're, do it with the voice. We're talking <laughs> Rugrats, uh, real or robots. Yes, happy Podtober, all, <laughs> all you gut buckets. Um, yeah, first episode of Podtober. Yeah. Wonderful. Yeah, feels good. The weather's still nice. Mm. It's We're in the spookiest place, Ohio, in the spookiest month. Yeah. Talking about the spookiest show, Rugrats. <laughs> Very spooky episode of that. <laughs> did you think so? I did. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Yeah. That's why we picked it. Scares. <laughs> I think you suggested this one. Yeah. Because even though it's not like a Halloween episode, it's pretty yeah, unnerving. Think, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's got a lot of uh, scary imagery and stuff in it. Yeah, for sure. And this is our fifth Podtober. Boy. I think it's our fifth. I didn't count. I was looking through all the other old uh, past episodes, but... Uh, yeah, I think this is the fifth anniversary here. Mm-hmm. So we're hoping to put together a fun month for you guys. We'll have a few more episodes than normal. We'll have a couple... Almost every week we'll have one to two episodes. Uh, and uh, this will be the one that kicks it off. We are recording this, of course. Uh, not on October, you know, whatever the day this is, third. Uh, we're, you know, this is... Uh, a little beforehand, and so I figured we'd start by maybe talking about uh, the news that Norm MacDonald passed away. Yeah. Uh, we've talked a lot about him on the show, so I feel like it's not, like, uh, weird for us to yeah, yeah. maybe start with it. Yeah, um, yeah what a bummer. Um, just, I feel like there's maybe no, I, I was trying to think of, like, another celebrity that might have a, that size of an impact on me yeah but i just couldn't come up with anybody like i feel like he uh was just such a huge part of our um like development of our humor growing (laughs) up yeah it's just crazy like i don't i can't think of another person i mean there's some other big people like adam sandler maybe or something but uh norm i felt like had some kind of like special 
magic that like felt the closest to I don't know like whatever that humor like our humor like yeah I don't know yeah Somehow it just hit home it felt like a comedian doing exactly what you wanted yeah. which felt special yes and it felt like not everybody was in the club so almost yeah. like if yeah. you found someone who was like oh I love Norm you're like okay like it's almost an automatic entry point yeah i could be friends with this person yes yeah (laughs) totally you get something fundamental about them yeah Uh, what was your favorite role of his outside of the obvious uh colonel sanders (laughs) (laughs) boy i had forgot that he did colonel sanders (laughs) that i mean that that's one of my favorite commercials just because of him yeah (laughs) yeah because he can't be Everybody else is like kind of trying to do Colonel Sanders, but yeah. it, Norm is always Norm. It doesn't doesn't yeah. matter what he's yeah. doing. Um, yeah, I mean, honestly, my favorite role of his is probably him being himself. Uh, like whenever he yeah. showed up as him to something late night guest. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I I think so too because also you could tell whether it was like Letterman or Conan. How much, yeah, I even watched some clips on Leno and um, Dennis Miller. You could tell how much joy he brought yeah. that other comedian. Yeah. They were so excited to be sitting in his presence. And uh, it felt cool that it felt validating because if little me thinks this guy's just the funniest and then this professional comedian, awesome. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, Conan would keep him out there. Oh. Even if there was another guest, Conan <laughs> wanted Norm on the couch just to like riff off of. Yeah. Um, what about you, Kevin? Um, I think I, probably the same. I think like all all of the roles that were not himself just kind of blend together for me. Yeah. Um, but I, I think like what's fascinating about him is like he doesn't even have to say something funny. It's like the second <laughs> something comes out of his mouth, you're like ready. You're ready for it. Yeah. Like, this is this is exciting. This is going to be hilarious. And, yeah. Totally. That uh, that return. I know one one thing we watched a lot growing up. I don't know who had the VHS, but the VHS of him when he returned to host SNL after yeah. he had been fired. It's maybe one of the few SNL episodes where I actually like know the sketches on that episode because we watched it so yeah, often. Yeah. <laughs> um, man, I remember taping that okay. and running home to tape it. And I put a tape in. <laughs> I was like, okay, perfect. I made it just in time. And during the first commercial break, the tape ended, oh. and I had to like quickly find something to tape <laughs> over and tape the rest of the episode. Yeah. Um, so like from then on, it was just always like trying to find both of the halves <laughs> of it. Yeah. Um, part one and part two. <laughs> yeah. um, but he's he was one of those people that like every literally every time I saw him in something, it made me feel a little bit better about <laughs> reality in general. Yeah. I was like, if this guy can is getting through, yeah. then, like, something's going right. Yes. <laughs> and, yeah, and you hope he... I guess what always re- was reassuring to me is it felt like he didn't actually care whether... I'm sure he did, but the persona was he didn't really care who he was agitating. Yeah. And that made me feel a little better about, like, well, if he gets fired from SNL, he'll just go do... A show on ABC, yeah, and yeah. if he gets fired from that, he'll do a sports show on Comedy yeah. Central. And um, I don't know. I would highly recommend if you have Netflix. Um, he has a special on there, Hitler's Dog, which is a great comedy special, pure norm. And then he also had the Norm Macdonald has a show where he interviewed celebrities, yeah. um, all sorts of great people. And if if you're looking for something really easy to enter in with, it's 
it's it's Norm being Norm with someone who obviously appreciates Norm, like Letterman's on it, Lauren Michaels. Um, so that's a, another good entry point yeah. for people. Um, I did get to see him once in person, not his show. So what? <laughs> so what happened was I went downtown. He had a show that night. Uh, it was sold out. So I went to a baseball game, Indians game, and uh, then Guardians. Oh yeah, thank you, thank you. <laughs> I'll bleep, I'll bleep out the the other one. Um, and uh, I, then there's a casino pretty nearby, and Norm is pretty well on the record as like a gambling addict. And I'd almost forgot that the show was in town, so I was walking around the casino, and I see this guy like in a hat, kind of like oh, lower, pretty low to his eyes. And, like, I kind of thought it was him, so I, you know, was being weird and, like, trying to get closer. He was at a table, like, a, a, you know, gambling. And it was it was him. And it was that, like, paralyzing moment of seeing, like, a hero and wanting to run up to them. But also, I knew enough about Norm to be like, he probably won't like this. Also, he's in a place that he's probably, like, doesn't want people to see him. I mean, even the yeah. way he was, like, positioned. So... Uh, that was the only time I saw him in the flesh, uh, but it was pretty. It was like seeing a hero. It was like paralyzing. Um, That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I can't believe I never went to see him when he was at a club in yeah. Cleveland. Like, I, yeah, I don't yeah. know what I was doing. It does make me feel better that it sold out. Like my, I'm hoping yeah, yeah, maybe yeah. it just sold out fast. So even if I wanted to go, I, yeah, you yeah. know, but. Um, yeah, his stand-up is so good and uh, so different than others that, like, you know, when you watch his stand-up, he's just standing perfectly still. Like, he doesn't move. He never touches the mic. Like, everything he's doing is about the material. Like, it's just so well-written and tight yeah. and in his voice. Uh, boy, just yeah. just a real yeah. loss. I, it's been a, a long time for me since I've felt kind of the loss of someone i didn't know yeah, like this yeah. Uh, yeah this he is uh amongst like the top pantheon in my mind of uh comedians and yeah entertainers i guess in general yeah to me i mean i've, I've long been a huge rodney dangerfield fan yeah. but i feel like he's like the new rodney i think every year that goes by he'll get like a little bigger yeah uh, not that that's really happened with rodney but i feel like amongst people who like comedy yeah that standard yeah um and i remember when rodney died yeah when we were younger but yeah. it just like still like this was he's at this point he felt it feels like he's been with us for so uh, long yeah that it's every key just moment. really devastating yeah. yeah um well dirty works on hbo max if you have mm. that well, there's the next Netflix things. YouTube's probably your best friend. I mean, just search Norm and start yeah, clicking. Yeah. I watched um, his ESPYS uh, when he hosted the ESPYS. That was pretty great. We get a we get um he tells a joke where Ken Griffey face palms like because he can't believe what Norm just said. Uh, he did one of the Clinton White House correspondence dinner. That was yes, pretty good. That. Very good. That's, that's like one of those perfect situations where. Um, it seems like the wrong crowd for him, yeah. which is great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, even better. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so we'll really miss Norm and yeah, uh, sure. yeah go watch something. Yeah. Uh, we are talking real or robots. Um, we just did our favorite Rugrats list. Um, it didn't make any of ours, but... Um, no, I... I 
it was in consideration yeah. for me. Okay, me too. Huh. Um, oh. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> a dissenting grunt. <laughs> huh. I figured after our conversation, if we want to talk about some of our favorite robot pop culture. Yeah. So if you stick around to the end, maybe we'll, and you want to hear about robots, we'll talk a little more outside of regrets um this episode aired december 1st 1991 hmm. um it's first season episode 8a and we have not talked about december of 1991 so do you want to hear a little bit about it definitely right. uh kevin do you want to hear about it yeah <laughs> that'd be great uh, I, i'm just like kind of disappointed you know usually i would do like some extensive video game research and i just oh. assumed that there was no way that this wasn't covered already but uh, uh well here you can peek at my screen oh that's okay and if you know anything about any of these games you can just get yourself ready uh so a little bit about december of 1991 uh i know we have a lot of wrestling fans out there so hulk hogan defeats the undertaker at this tuesday in texas at the Fremont coliseum in san antonio to become the four-time wwf champion Whoa. yeah Pretty impressive. Peak Hulk years. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Um, Pan Am Airways ceases operation. It felt Mm -hmm. like kind of the prime airway during the 60s and 70s. Mm -hmm. Um, The second Billboard Music Awards are held, and Michael Jackson, Billy Ray Cyrus, Boys to Men, and U2 are the big winners. Second only. Yeah. Yeah. Feels like it's probably been around longer than that. Our hometown team of the Cleveland Cavaliers sets an NBA record, still the record, of the biggest win in NBA history. They beat the Miami Heat by 68 points. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, With a score of 148 to 80. Dang. Uh, Boris Yeltsin takes control of the Kremlin in uh, Russia. And Jack Ruby, the guy who kills Lee Harvey Oswald, who killed JFK, uh, the gun he uses to kill Lee Harvey Oswald sells at auction that month for... You want to guess how much do you think uh, hmm. this gun sells for? I think it's probably less than I'd be inclined to say. Hmm. Like 250000 Wow. That's a good guess. <laughs> Did you see it? Uh, no, but I'm going to guess 250,001. Yeah, oh, well, Andrew, Andrew would be the winner because uh, it's 220,000. Uh, oh, I love watching um, uh, wheel, uh, Price is Right when that backfires. Yeah, yeah. That's what you get. <laughs> I should have said $1. Right? <laughs> um, in TV that month, not one show in America premieres, uh, so no no wow. shows premiere. But a couple shows end that you would know. The, the animated Beetlejuice series mm. ends that, that month. That's pretty good. Yeah, I Great. some cool animation for it. sure. Uh, the Where's Waldo cartoon, Where's Wally, uh, ends that, that month. No, that existed. Neither did I. Huh. And two Nickelodeon game shows come to an end that month, which is Get the Picture and mm. Make the Grade. Oh boy! <laughs> <laughs> I think both of those were on my. Um, Auction. Okay. Both of those. Nice. Music in December of 91. Only one number one single that month. That would be Black or White by Michael Jackson. Mm. Man, I remember that distinctly. Oh, my gosh. That felt like it was around forever. Yeah. That that video? video. Yeah, yeah. Macaulay? Uh, I think Macaulay's in there. Maybe. I don't remember. Okay. Uh, Other bands that release albums. Green Day releases their first album, Kerplunk. Mm. 
uh, Monster Magnet releases an album. Not a great uh, Monster <laughs> Music. <laughs> and Live releases their debut <laughs> album. <laughs> Movies. Uh, one of my favorites of all time for one week. Uh, number one, The Addams Family. Oh, yeah. Wow. Well, Wouldn't guessed. I'd, I'd almost love to just do a Podtober episode on Addams yeah, Family. For sure. Mm. Uh, for one week, Star Trek Six: The Undiscovered Country. Anybody seen it? That's I Shatner Star it. Trek. Yeah. I didn't even know it was a movie when I when I saw it was number one. I'm like, <laughs> how is there a Star Trek movie I don't know about? Uh, yeah, I, I've seen it. I don't don't remember much. About it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, and for three weeks, um, we have Hook. Mm. Yeah, pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, other movies released that month: Father of the Bride. JFK and fried green tomatoes. Okay. Some Oscar right. bait. Oscar bait stuff. <laughs> and in video games, Kevin, have you been? Did you get a chance to see some of these? Yeah, I took a peek. Okay. So if you know anything about any of these, just chime in. Sure. Uh, we have Monkey Island Two: LeChuck's Revenge for Amiga. I had an Amiga growing up. Really? Yeah. Uh, what is an Amiga? It's a computer. Oh. Yeah, so I had one of those. I didn't play that game. Though. Okay. Were they like a good computer? Yeah. <laughs> why they, why they go I mean, I mean, I was a kid, so it was like I didn't have a good grasp on, on what we were what we were looking. You at. just did the thing that someone wrote us about, where they said their favorite thing is when you ask Kevin a question and he gives you a one word answer. <laughs> yeah, classic. Um. All right. <laughs> I'm glad I've elicited a favorite thing for somebody. <laughs> also, that month, Super Castlevania 4 for Super mm. Nintendo. So, was that the Japan release? No. Okay. I think I have this one. No, well, I know. I'm just thinking about oh. the timing oh, oh, of it. it. Just, uh, yeah, it, you might be. It could be. It could um, be. The, the, I love the Castlevania series, so um, big, big fan. How many are there? Uh, well, I mean, there's you know what you would call like classic Vania, which is like the you know the early classic. <laughs> Who the, would call it that? Well, I guess I guess I've never heard that Vania before. fans. I mean, this is a determined. <laughs> Did you say Vania fans? This is uh, the determination between the older games like Castlevania one, two, and three, and four, um, and then you know they they get into Symphony of the Night, which is classified as more of a Metroidvania. Uh, okay. So, um, I've, hopefully, I've amused someone. Um, All those Vania fans out there going nuts. <laughs> All right, never mind. I, I do love the the love the series though. Um, yeah. There there are there are quite a few of them once you get into the Metroidvania era of it. So okay. Symphony of the Night and beyond. There's just a whole bunch of them, mm -hmm. but they're all quite good. Cool. Uh, Mega Man Four is released in Japan. Mm. The much. best, the best Mega Man game, in my opinion. Is yeah. it? Is it yeah. really your opinion? I was going to make a joke <laughs> that it was your favorite Mega Man game, and uh, it was going to be a joke. But well, I it's guess, no joke because right. it turns it's bad. Or... I don't. Th I don't think it, it's bad. I think everyone's favorite is usually Mega Man Two, right? I do hear that a lot. But <laughs> I contend that Mega Man Four is better, all, all more those, fun, cooler looking. All those Vania people <laughs> playing Mega Man Two. Uh, and then uh, Tecmo Super Bowl for Nintendo comes out. Hmm. That was a follow-up to the famous Tecmo Bowl. Yeah, I feel like that's one of those things. I don't know anything about these, especially these early sports games, but um, 
There's one called Tecmo Super Bowl and one called Super Tecmo Bowl. Well, oh. so I feel like one's more popular, the popular one. Well, you know, Tecmo Super Bowl is, uh, I'm assuming, the, the sequel to yeah. the NES game, whereas yeah. Super Tecmo Bowl would be the Super Nintendo version. Mm, so you get um, the improved graphics. Just a quick uh, little anecdote about Tecmo Bowl. Not that it's really on topic here, but something I've been doing. The at, techies. Yeah, the, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the techies. Um, something I've been doing at work to try to keep like the remote meetings, you know, the WebEx meetings more interesting is every day I use a different video game themed background mm. and it becomes quite a conversation piece because everyone's <laughs> like, oh, what is that? Is that Zelda? Um, <laughs> Wait, are they just mocking you? <laughs> I believe, what is that, Kevin? <laughs> well, yeah, they, they are. They are pretty much mocking me. I'm, what, whatever. But, you know, last Friday being, you know, the, the last work day before uh, football game on the weekend mm-hmm. i used tech mobile as my background oh. and it was it was very popular yeah people uh, actually everyone's that like oh yeah bo jackson man you just <laughs> get, a, get a touchdown every time with him man i'm like yeah yep uh, let's talk is, about is, work is t- <laughs> you would <laughs> let's talk about work i thought you were gonna say you were like play games with them or something but background's cool uh, yeah uh not as, as interesting as, as you were hoping sorry is Tecmo is Tecmo Bowl kind of the equivalent of Ken Griffey? Like so simple that it's fun? Well, Tecmo Bowl, probably much more simple than Ken Griffey, but yeah, along those lines, more of an arcade retro yeah. kind of game. Definitely simple. You're not going to get the Madden experience <laughs> from it. Uh, and finally, the first ever Civilization, Sid Meier's uh, Civilization, has released them. Sid Meier's? You know I this? think that's the company that produces yeah. them. They've made a ton of them. I, yeah. I mean, I've heard of them. Mm. Never heard that name before. <laughs> Sid Meier's. It's Civil- technically like in the name. Like, okay. I, I just recently <laughs> got Sid Meier's Civilization VI on Nintendo Switch. Oh, did you? So, yeah. Oh, yeah. I haven't played it yet. But. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's for all Meier's people out there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they know. All, all those they Meier, know. Meier's heads. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that's a little bit about December uh, December of 1991. Should we talk about real or robots? Yeah, let's do it. It's one stormy night at the Pickles house. A mad scientist is building robots to replace every man, woman, and child in order to take over the world. Tommy and Chucky watch as the scientist bolts the robot's chest plate down and uses his machine to harness a lightning strike, bringing his creation to life. Just then, a young boy enters the lab, shocked to see that his dad has been transformed into a robot when Stu turns off the TV and tells the boys it's time for bed. Mm. Uh, I I love this whole intro. It's great. It's great. The movie looks great. (laughs) I could watch Tommy and Chucky watching the movie. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that would be a great episode. Does this movie look like anything that actually exists? I couldn't tell if it was supposed to be a parody. I don't think so. Okay. I mean, it seemed like kind of Frankenstein. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. but mm-hmm. in robot form. Yeah. Um, but before Tommy leaves the room, he turns the TV back on to see the robot father dragging his kid away, kicking and screaming. <laughs> <laughs> uh, which um, hopefully everybody got to check out the Brett Wilson art. Yeah, fantastic. Um, really, it captures this moment with Tommy in place of a. Uh, of, uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I, and I, I love that uh, image um, in this episode. Uh, this kid, like, screaming. Uh, just something about this moment uh, is great. Uh, Andrew, I hope you keep up with your, like, 
weird synopsis voice. It's it's entertaining. Oh. What's his weird synopsis? Oh, voice? just keep giving us synopsis. Reading voice. Yeah. I'm trying to read. I'm trying to be more. Uh, I forget the word. It's, it's a good enunciate. It, yeah, it, yeah. It's a good narration. I'm enjoying it. Feels I mean, like he's I'm, not doing it in the whisper. <laughs> that, if Which you want to try try the next, we had we had set. agreed to whisper through the entire month of October. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Thank you, guys. This movie is way too scary for you kids. Come on out, it's time for bed. After Stu puts the kids to bed, Tommy is too busy thinking about robots to sleep, mm. and he wonders if anyone, including their parents, could be robots. Seems reasonable. Do you guys remember when you were babies? Like, can you imagine being in a crib? I don't think I can imagine before walking. Okay. Yeah, I think... But you'd still be in a crib after walking. Okay. I mean, I do I remember specifically being in a crib? I, I don't know. I don't think okay. I remember. Can you remember your earliest memory? Well, I think I can because I remember the crib, which has hmm. to be... That's... Well, I, I guess, remember shaking it. I guess you'd have to remember <laughs> your earliest memory just by how memories work but uh, <laughs> chronologically well it's tough though because sometimes chronologically you don't know like there are there are things i remember from early meeting andrew of us walking around the house and stuff but it would be hard to pinpoint yeah, where i mean that fit? three or four or, yeah. i don't know I, I think the earliest i can remember is like just being in preschool um like i remember what that room looks like but i mm. i don't remember much more about that yeah that's a good point of rooms yeah like it's easier to remember the structure yeah. than yeah. the moment um i mean like of course i remember like my childhood house but i can't i can't place like what how long ago yeah. i remember that from and i definitely don't remember myself in a crib at any point <laughs> well, you slept on the floor. Oh, I mean, that's, that makes sense. Yep, that's true. Uh, Chucky doesn't want to. <laughs> There's no segue. I love that we don't segue. <laughs> Uh, Chucky doesn't want to believe that Tommy's parents could be robots, but Tommy points out how much his dad looked like one when he turned off the TV, so they decide to break out of their crib. Meanwhile, Stu is mumbling to himself as he gets ready for bed, and Dee Dee is worried that if he doesn't get a good night's sleep, he's going to start sleepwalking again. Stu? Huh? Uh, okay, dear. Uh, I'll fix the blender first thing in the morning. If you don't get a good night's sleep, you're going to start sleepwalking again like you did last summer. Don't worry, Deed. I'm fine. Okay, but I really worry about you, Stu. Last time you walked in your sleep, you rearranged your sock drawer and tried to make a 13-egg omelet on the kitchen floor. All I need is a good night's sleep. I'll be fine. Yeah. Ominously. <laughs> I do like this adult spat. Not a spat. It's just this very adult conversation of like, okay... I don't know. It feels so real yeah, yeah. of like two adults being like, okay, I don't want you sleepwalking. What are we going to do about this? <laughs> <laughs> Once Stu and Dee Dee doze off, Chucky reluctantly follows Tommy down the hall to his parents' room. And when they get there, they find Stu loudly snoring, and Tommy suggests that if his dad is a robot, he shouldn't need to breathe. If he's a robot, then he doesn't need to breathe, right? Uh, uh, I guess not. Tommy! Did you mention that how Tommy got out of the crib? 
Um, no, not specifically. Yeah, he's got yeah. a freaking screwdriver. Yeah. How's <laughs> <laughs> that happen? <laughs> I mean, that's his, like, go-to thing. I know. It's yeah. just so neglectful. Oh, well, it's not a real screwdriver. Yeah, I was just going to say. It's, one of, his find t- out it's one of his tools. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, <laughs> no, as he was about, yeah, you find out later, they refer to it as a plastic screwdriver. So it's like a, oh, it's I a must toy miss screwdriver. That. I missed that. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, when Stu takes them back to bed, he ties the crib together with a shoelace to keep the kids from getting out again. But after hearing the sound of Stu snoring, Tommy's more convinced than ever that his dad is a robot. Tommy easily unties the shoelace, holding the crib shut, and he searches his toy box for a wrench to open up Stu's chest plate. Hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Toy box or toolbox? It should have been toolbox, yeah. Both (laughs) were. When they get back to his parents' room, Tommy climbs up onto the bed and uses his wrench to try to open his dad's nipple bulbs. This is a great, just a great moment. Yeah, it is. Uh, another stew screaming moment we mentioned in a pet recent episode. Yeah. We gotta find the bulls that open up the chest plate. See, there they are. Um, yeah, just. <laughs> It's just a very funny moment all around. And it feels very first season Rugrats. Yeah. If, yeah. Almost as if they wouldn't do this yes. two or three. Definitely not past four. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not that it even feels like particularly inappropriate no. or anything. It just, it does feel like they don't push things that far. Yeah, though. it's a little edgier. Yeah. Did, they, did okay. they actually say nipple bolts? In no, I'm just, that's <laughs> my description. <laughs> I, I, that was my favorite part of, of that line you said. Patented Andrew. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the music also throughout this episode is very good. Yes. The, the Mother's yes. Ball music is, and they use it a lot in Rugrats episodes, and it really adds. It really oh, yeah. makes you feel cre- creeped out. Yes, and even when nothing, um, I don't know, particularly interesting maybe is happening, like the camera's just panning or something, it makes it feel really good, like... You, I don't know, I was getting sucked in. Yeah, yeah. Um, this time, Stu tapes the crib shut, but Tommy just takes that as more proof that his dad is a robot, <laughs> and he uses his blanket as a rope to climb out again. I hope you're happy now that your dad taped us into the crib. At least you believe he's not a robot. Nope, he must be a robot. That's how come he's trying to keep us in here. He doesn't want us to find out his secret. We can still go back. It's not too late. Chucky, I gotta know if my dad's a robot. I gotta find out once and for all. Tommy, robots aren't real. They're just pretend. There's no such thing as robots. As the kids drag Tommy's tools into the next room, Chucky desperately tries to convince Tommy that robots aren't real when Stu rises out of the bed, half asleep. (laughs) They run away screaming as he chases them down the hall. And convinced that Stu is a robot, the kids hide in the kitchen cupboard as he creates his famous omelet. <laughs> this whole, from yes. start to finish, this whole Drew, uh, Drew, Stu sleepwalking sequence is yes. pretty great. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, yeah, it's hilarious. It's very funny, and it's like a great chase sequence too. Yeah, like yeah. The way it plays out is all really interesting. Yeah, that they crawl beneath the cabinets. Yeah, and they're jumping around and stuff. Um, yeah, it's really him cool. walking ac- across the recliner. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. really cool. Oh, Swinging man. with the lamp. The animation in this episode really feels ambitious. Yes. Uh, that recliner in particular, I feel like you just never see that in any... It's like too... It feels too complicated for most <laughs> things to do. Yeah. True. Yeah. True. I know that's you. <laughs> Drew? What are you doing here? This is my cooking show, Drew. You're not trying to steal my secret recipe, are you? Drew, come back here. Come back, Drew. I just want to talk to you. Even that kind of feels scary to me. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah. I said on our favorite Rugrats episode, but I really think besides Are You Afraid of the Dark, Rugrats is the most consistently creepy show on Nick with, like, uh, Candy, Candy Bar Creep Show... Monster in the Garage. Mm. There's like the actual yeah. Halloween uh, ghost story. Um, Let There Be Light. Aunt Miriam is kind of creepy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, visitors from Outer Space. Yeah, there are a lot. Um, Even but, like a lot of the times the adults, like the extra adults that are around are pretty creepy. Yeah. 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 Uh, uh, the Dog Broomer, or is that one... They have a they have a way of kind of making you feel. It's weird because it's a show about babies, yeah. but they so aggressive. Maybe that's the point though, is that everything's scary to a baby. Yeah, <laughs> maybe that's what makes those first like the first early seasons really good is that sense of dread that yeah. you sort of have when you're that young, like <laughs> yeah. about everything. You know, yeah, in a way. Um, yeah, that's interesting. Um, oh, can I say one more thing? Because yeah. I really want people to chew on this. I want people to go online and do their own research here. I've decided that Stu Pickles both sounds and looks a lot like David Duchovny. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I feel pretty strongly about this. Uh, I know this because I've been doing some research. So I just happened to be watching Rugrats yeah. and yeah. X-Files pretty close by. And I was like, oh my God, <laughs> Stu Pickles is David Duchovny. <laughs> Uh, interesting. Yeah. yeah, I'll be thinking about it. <laughs> well, that is interesting. I, I was going to comment that, like, I thought his like sleepwalking voice reminded me a whole lot of Jeff Goldblum. So, uh. um, I thought that's the direction you were going to go. True. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's you, Drew. <laughs> oh man, goodness. something about that is really creepy. That <laughs> moment where he like goes after them. Um. So, so Stu suddenly spots the boys, and thinking it was his brother Drew trying to steal his secret recipe, <laughs> he chases them into the living room. Tommy tries to turn Stu off with the TV remote, but it doesn't work, and they run back to bed. Very good joke. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, soon Dee Dee wanders out of bed to find Stu passed out in the living room. And when they go to check on the kids, he tells her about a dream he had that Tommy and Chucky were trying to open his chest. They look so cute and innocent when they're sleeping. Don't they just? You know, this may sound crazy, but I dreamt that Tommy and Chucky kept coming into our bedroom and trying to open my chest with a plastic screwdriver. Oh, come on. Yeah, like I was some kind of robot or something. Oh, my goodness, how silly. 
Tommy loves you. He wouldn't do that. Yeah, you're right. It was just probably some crazy dream. As the boys drift off to, off to sleep, Tommy is finally convinced that his dad isn't a robot at all. But Chucky suddenly wonders, what about his dad? I guess you're right, Chucky. My dad isn't a robot after all. Yeah. This, uh, this music cue here, here is great. There's like a weird scream in the background. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, that's that's a love it. Love that last mm. punch. Yeah. yeah, it's a really strong finish. Yeah. Yeah, there's not there's not a really a weak part of the episode. I no. mean, you guys can correct me, but I upon watching it like a second time through, I thought. The weakest part, not that I don't like it, is um, just the amount of time maybe it takes for the babies to get into their room mm. the first time. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, that's a small issue. Yeah. I think that at that phase of the series, they were really into, like, showing the perspective of a baby yeah. and kind mm -hmm. of going along with the, the intro. So that's probably why they used that yeah. as filler. That's a good point. Yeah. Cool. Um We'll keep sticking around. We're going to do our typical stuff, but don't forget, we're going to talk about some of our favorite robot stuff. <laughs> You're pretty excited about that? Not really. Uh, <laughs> I'm just actually reminding myself. Uh, should we talk about some of the stuff that goes into this? Oh, yeah. Hi. This is Bios, Trivia, Ratings, and Stray Observations. Um, so a couple very interesting people that we haven't talked about yet. Um, one is the voice of the little kid that's being dragged away. Ah, wow, <laughs> he's listed on IMDb. Yep. Uh, I think because it's a semi -fa uh, fairly famous person, especially mm. at the time. It's a girl named Dana Hill. Um, and you would recognize her best from European Vacation as the daughter. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, is that the only other thing she's done? No, 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 no. Oh. I just, that's yeah. probably like the, the big one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, she was also on Mork and Mindy. Okay. Uh, and then later on did voices for Rover Dangerfield, uh, Darkwing <laughs> Duck, Widget, Goof Troop, Bobby's World, Duckman as uh, one of the twins. Um, and it's the depressing thing is that she passed away at 32 from complications of diabetes. Oh, hmm. man. Yeah. Recently? Or um, I guess not. No, probably. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Years ago. But uh, very sad. She yeah. was in a lot of good stuff yeah um, yeah really recognizable yeah cool. uh so and the other person i looked at was the voice of Stu pickles jack riley mm, cleveland's uh, on yep born in <laughs> cleveland uh, he was a co-creator of the baxter and riley radio show um i'm not aware of it but was it on here? apparently it was yeah oh, pretty cool. popular um he also appeared in the secret world of alex mack hmm. mary tyler moore Bob Newhart show, different strokes, baseballs, Garfield and Friends, Seinfeld. Wow. Uh, in the Muffin Top episode, he's like one of the people that's riding on the bus. Okay. Yells at Kramer. <laughs> um, Dr the Drew Carey show, uh, Boogie Nights, Son of the Beach. He had a huge role. He's on. in Boogie Nights. Yeah. Wow. Um, and he was in Chairman of the Board. <laughs> 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 Shout out to Norm. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. 
That's great. Um, also, uh, of note, he did the voiceovers for a while for the Country Croc commercials. Mm. I mean, if you remember these, it was like him talking to like his like it was just voices, but it was him talking to his like wife about Country Croc and <laughs> <laughs> spreading it on their bread or whatever muffins. Don't remember it, <laughs> but uh, great voice actor. Yeah. And really distinctive voice. Yes. Uh, it, I was watching some clips of just, like, when he was on shows, and um, it's not, qu- like, his voice doesn't have quite the same effect as mm. uh, when you hear yeah. st- as Stu. Yeah. Um, He's that perfect balance of dry but still animated. Yeah. 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 Duchovny-esque. <laughs> uh, I looked at the director here, a guy named Norton Vergine. Uh, he also directed the Rugrats movie. Huh. Uh, he di- he was a co-producer on Rugrats in Paris, and he was the director of Rugrats Go Wild. Uh, he directed 26 episodes independently of Rugrats, hmm. um, so kind of a go-to guy, it seems like, directing-wise. Uh, he was also a director on Duckman, which seems like there's nice. a lot of crossover in yeah. those series. Uh, one episode of Ariel Monsters, directed a bunch of a show called Henry Huggle Monster, uh, he's a director on Doc McStuffins and Vampirina, um, which are all more modern kids' shows. Yeah, uh, that Vampirina theme song is brutal to listen to. <laughs> as much as my kids watch that show, it's just... Well, that's a spooky show, right? It, it is a spooky <laughs> show. Perfect, perfect for Podtober here, but that, that theme song, my God. <laughs> <laughs> my God. <laughs> is it creepy? No, it's just it has like a really obnoxious melody, and then when your when your child runs around the house singing it over and over and over. <laughs> um, I mean, it's but pro- you don't, you don't know this from experience. You're just imagining. <laughs> yeah, a hundred percent imagining. That's for sure. Uh, he was also on the art department for a couple major things, including Penguins of Madagascar, The Ren Stimpy Show, What's New, Mr. Magoo, and uh, one that was a classic when we were growing up, Heavy Metal. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, which is really nice. cool art design on that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Trivia? Uh, yeah, I've got a couple things. Mm. Um, this is one of the rare episodes when Tommy is re- wearing a red shirt. Yeah. I, I wrote that show. down. I thought cool. it was weird to see. Yeah. Uh, Chucky's outfit was pretty interesting, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What was Chucky wearing? <clears throat> he had, like, some kind of weird zigzag pattern on his shorts, I think, that I was like, I've never yeah. seen that yeah. before. Yeah. He was wearing, like, a lavender shirt. Yeah. No, no uh, Saturn. So, was that, like, just because it was nighttime and it was their PJs, or is it because it was early that. Rugrats? I think it's Jammer. I think it's both. Yeah. I think it's early, because I, I think they ditched that pretty fast, but uh, it's also Jammer time. Yeah. Um... Uh, this is the, also the first uh, first time we see Dee Dee without glasses. Um, mm. She looks strange in this episode, like <laughs> weird, a little weird in this episode. Um, the look of her like without glasses changes in later episodes. Her eyes get really small. Is that what happened? That's what will happen. Oh, okay. But this time it's like they're still pretty small, but they're uh, bigger. Okay, <laughs> too big. <laughs> um. Let's see here. Well, uh, Stu does mention that Chucky's mom and dad is going to pick him up in the morning, but of course we learn that uh, Chucky's mm-hmm. mom yeah. actually, in la- a later episode, that Chucky's mom died before he was, or shortly after he was born, so that wouldn't have been possible. Yeah. yeah. Um, Unless she was a robot. Mm. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> that blew my mind. 
the old Rugrats Nickelodeon site lists this episode as real or robots? No question mark. Hmm. <laughs> I prefer the question mark. Yeah, I, I like guess. it. Yeah. Uh, Stray observations. Um, oh yeah. Tons. <laughs> um, besides their parents, Tommy su- suggests that these people could also be robots. Did you hear these? Sure. Oh. Um, mailman. Yeah. And the ice cream man. Yeah. Is that all of them? Am I supposed to guess too? Uh, oh, well, yeah, that's all. Of them. Oh, okay. Um, I, I could ask who, who is Ramona? The student's lovely assistant. Oh, of course, that's right. Uh, <laughs> love that. <laughs> I also funny. love. I love when Dee Dee kind of shakes him away yeah. and he goes, "Ramona, who's Ramona?" <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I feel like she kind of lets that go too easily. Yeah. Uh, where does Tommy say that his real parents may have went? Um, they've been cap- taken capture to the planet Mars or something. Or something, yeah. <laughs> uh, when Dee Dee tells Stu he's been working too hard, he reassures her that he'll do this first thing in the morning. Fix the blender? Yeah, yeah he says that a couple times. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I don't know if this is a good one, but what, what was... What was interesting about the flashlight that they were using? Was there a cool design that you noticed? <laughs> <laughs> it looked like a face? I yeah, thought, like I, a... yeah, I thought it was kind of like a jack on wing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I thought yeah. it was kind of cool. Yeah, uh, yeah very cool. I was yeah. thinking like it would be a cool real life thing you yeah. know, for yeah. kids. Yeah. Uh, did you happen to notice what Dee Dee's book was called that she was reading in bed? I was trying to read it, but I just couldn't mm. make it out. It may have been that HD I had. Maybe. <laughs> I, I I missed it. I, you know, I was watching with my wife, and I thought about like going back so I could pause it and write it down. And I'm like, man, she's she's gonna yell at me if I do this. Like, did you did she watch it? Yeah, she watched it with me. And what did she think? Um, she said me. Oh, really? I'll, oh. I'll I'll give you her rating later on here Perfect. as well. Perfect. Love yeah. it. Uh, well, she was reading a book called What Kids Fear, mm. which mm. is very. Um, la- I'm sure you have this. Last time Stu sleepwalked, he did this. Made a 13 egg omelet on the floor? That's half of it. And rearranged the sock drawer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice rhyme. There you go. Um, you know, I thought this was kind of funny too. 13 egg omelet. So they had presumably a full dozen mm. plus one extra egg yeah. somewhere. Yeah, unless they get like the 18 pack. Oh, yeah, okay. I don't know. A lot of eggs. Maybe. Was that a thing back then? I don't know if it was back then. I wasn't into eggs back then. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Which nipple does Tommy twist? Like Stu's right, I guess. Yeah, Stu's right nipple. (laughs) I was going to say the left one, but I was thinking of it from Tommy's perspective, so we would have been correct. Um, As they're walking through the hall, Chucky gets scared by this multiple times. I don't um, remember. I feel weird not knowing. <laughs> <laughs> Ready? Yeah. A grandfather clock. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's Boy, right. I mm. just, like, black, blacked out on that, I guess. Uh, Tommy's toolbox is called what? Uh, tiny tools. Tiny tools. Um, what this? Uh, Tommy uses this to climb up on the bed the second time on his parents' bed. A pillow? Nope. Laundry basket? Nope. Nope. Mm. I'm just a suitcase. Uh-huh. Pulls it out from under the bed. Yeah. Convenient. Uh, last one here. Uh, when Tommy tries to turn off his dad, it changes to a news channel. Did you catch the name of the news? 
Yep. Good. Night Owl. <laughs> Night Owl News, yeah. Very nice. Um, just a couple other things I wanted to mention. Um, the uh, Dee Dee at one point putting the pillow over her ears. So that, like, suggesting that... Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, she doesn't want to listen to Stu, and, but it also serves the purpose of, like, they can't hear... Yeah. Or she can't she hear doesn't know what's screaming. going on. Yeah. 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 Just a nice detail that... Yeah. You don't always see that level of detail. And I love that visual of Dee Dee with the pillow over her head. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, also, I like how the movie is, like, mirroring what's happening in the For house. Sure. For Just sure. Yeah. Nice touch. Super Very clever. Cool. Yeah mention something as well oh jeez you, you, <laughs> you always have the floor um, oh i i don't know i was just thinking about like how dangerous that crib looked you know i think i'm used to seeing mm. tommy break out of like his his playpen so you don't you don't see um i you know maybe maybe i'm wrong but i don't i don't feel like i've seen him pl- break out of his crib so often and just like you know, second he like tweaks that screwdriver in there, the the front of it just like slams to the floor. Like, <laughs> yeah, it, it's so I don't know. It's terrifying as like a father to to think like yeah, I don't know. And then I just thought it was hilarious that the first time that Stu resecured it is just with like a shoelace. <laughs> like how how easily Tommy's just like yeah, yeah. yeah. Und- undoes it. But um, that's all. Yeah. Um. I kind of even. I mean, now that you mention that. I, that's just like another detail, weird detail, like that they put in that the crib door slamming down. Yeah. Um. Just, you know, I don't know. It, it's uh, something that would could easily be skipped over, not thought about at all. But it's like something's happening with it. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, ratings. Uh, this episode has a seven point four out of ten on IMDb. Respectable. I have some breaking news here. Hmm. Uh, so I went to go check the score on DV- TV.com. Mm-hmm. TV.com is no more. Oh, oh <laughs> no. Um, I'd always suspected it was a little uh, suspect. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, so there will be no more TV.com yeah, ratings. <laughs> End of an era, as they say. <laughs> that's yeah. too bad. Yeah. So no no rating on that. So yeah, out of five yeah. Krebs stars, what did you give uh, Real yeah. Robots? Uh, I gave it a four out of five. Um, solid episode. Yeah. Uh, fast paced. Love the how the animation looks. Another dark episode. Mm. Um, just I think that's just like kind of challenging to pull off. Yeah. Uh, make it look good. Um, thought it was funny. I laughed multiple times during this. Very funny. Um, I. Uh, the only reason I didn't rank it higher is because maybe it was like a little less complicated than some other episodes that are pulled off as well or yeah, better. Yeah. Um, but I re- totally enjoyed it. Uh, really fun episode, I thought. Yeah. Well, uh, as I alluded to at the <laughs> beginning, I don't think we're on the same page here. So, um, <laughs> I regret to inform you that my rating would be a two out of five. What? Who? Two out of five. <laughs> You're on <Yeah>. drugs. <laughs> I. <laughs> I, just, I thought it was the least eventful Rugrats episode that I've ever seen. Wow. Least? Of, they they thought their dad was a robot. They were trying to open him. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I like I like some parts. Um, <laughs> What's the I, two for? I, I just didn't feel like I was watching anything interesting. No, no, no. But what did uh, you like? Oh. Um, I, I think I liked like the chase sequence. Mm-hmm. Um, and like the mumbling of... 
of stew when he was sleepwalking. Like, rammer. <laughs> <laughs> 13 egg omelet. <laughs> um, I, th- I thought that was pretty good. I don't know. It, it, I, it's just not what I, I look for out of a Rugrats episode. Hmm. But um, So what do you look for? Well, like, what uh, what is a Rugrats that you enjoy? Uh, yeah, I think, like, when I think of Rugrats, I think of, you know, I, well, I think what's unique, at least for the episodes that I've seen, is that there are so few characters in this show. It's mm. kind of like one of, like when a sitcom just focuses on like a couple characters for a change. It's like, well, something seems a little different about this. Like mm. there, there were really only four characters in the show, right? Yeah. Um, I mean, you're used to having like all these babies around and you know getting into mischief with all the all the adults mm-hmm. having no idea so i don't know i think it was a little bit of a different layout or a different uh different yeah. formula for a rugrats episode that uh, just wasn't i mean it was fine um <laughs> i mean two is barely fine less than <laughs> less yeah than less fine. than okay yeah i mean i could bump it up to two and a half no no well, no 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 trust that gut yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I'll, I'll stick with two i will i will share that uh, Maggie rated it a three out of five. Oh, so she was okay. much more generous. Freaking loved it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> That's exactly a three out of five. Freaking loved it. Yep. Do you think there's, watching these other shows with your kids now, do you feel like they're better than, like, are you enjoying them more than this? Um. Yeah, I, I well, not all of them. Some of them are pretty bad. I think it depends on like the age group i mean you know my daughter is like eight now so she's watching some i don't know she's getting into more of like the teenager theme not quite but um there's like more going on there but almost too much going on like i think i think i do prefer like the simplicity of rugrats and compared Mm. to like modern stuff yeah those must be like ones yeah uh, like (laughs) uh Wesley watches Shark Dog or something. That's like it's it's a Nickelodeon show. I don't know why they went hmm. and combined two animals again after, <laughs> after they did Cat Dog. But Cat Dog was so good. Could we do I it? mean, that particularly sounds insane. Like they, somebody just looked up like what's the two most popular animals yeah. with kids these days? Like put them together. That is probably probably how it went. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I gave this episode a four as well. Uh, I think it's very energetic and exciting, mm. and uh, I like a very compact Rugrats. I like when there's like just a couple characters. A lot of my top list was kind of those type of episodes. Um, I love that creepy feel, that nighttime feel, and any time where Stu really gets the co-headline is Damn. a major plus. Sure. Um, so love, love the interaction with Stu. Stu sleepwalking feels very in line with like uh, Angelica breaks a leg where he's you yeah. know, mumbling to himself. Um, so I thought a very fun episode probably, you know, didn't make my top five, probably be 10, 11, 12, somewhere in that range. Hmm. Uh, it's, I think it's one of the better ones, but the, uh, the animation reminded me a lot of like an early Simpsons episode, mm. how everything was a lot rougher and like even, even the backgrounds you see like little like jiggling and stuff. Yeah. So I thought that was kind of cool. To yeah. See. Yeah. A lot rougher around the edges. Yeah. Uh, shall we name the episode? Yeah. I call this one Franken Stew Bot. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. I'll I'll yeah. go with I'll go with the uh, the thirteen egg omelet. Mm. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. 
Not bad. And I went with Father of the Gear. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Very good. Uh, go around one more time. Um, Frank and Stu bought a 13-egg omelet. And Father of the Gear. We'll uh, post those, and you guys can vote. Um, shall we talk about some of our favorite robot sure. stuff? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I uh, we, we we've never really had an excuse to talk. We've talked like ghosts and favorite yeah. Halloween movies, but robots is kind of its own category. Yeah, and it doesn't come up often. I don't feel like I don't think about it that much. There's not that <laughs> many. I don't think amazing robot things out there. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. I'll be interested well, <laughs> if you guys pull some out that I didn't think of. Yeah, we'll but, see. Um, why don't we just like kind of go around? We'll share. Sure. Yeah. Uh, well, I think, in my mind, the definitive thing when you say robot movie. Can I can I guess? Sure. Terminator. Two for me. Well, okay, okay. But yes, ter- you know, uh, Terminator Two. I feel like is just the pinnacle of still of like what I want out of a ro- killer robot. Oh, it's got to be killer. Well. It doesn't have to be. No, I, I have some other... I, I, love, I love nice robots. Sure. <laughs> okay. Kevin, what do you got? Have you guys ever heard of the Not Quite Human series? No. Um, no. I think it was like a maybe late 80s, uh, 90s uh, movie series. I, I want to say like one of the characters, like the dad in it was... I remember him as Alan Thicke, but I don't think it was Alan Thicke. Like mm. a, a guy that commonly looked like Alan Thicke. Um... <laughs> Um, I don't know. It's just about this guy that like has a has an android, and he's just out there in the world being a man, but he's secretly an android that has to plug in and recharge. And, okay. Huh. Um, like, Not quite human. Yeah. Wow. Sounds like it just has to be terrible from that. Time. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, yeah I, I think I like it in the it's awful kind of way. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. For me, like my. My connection, and I'm going to go through a couple here, is Twilight Zone. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. So, like, when I think about it, I think of both, like, the humanoid robot and also the very clunky metal yeah, yeah. robot. So I wanted to give some suggestions. We did Twilight Zone last mm-hmm. year. I don't think any robot episodes made are I'm sure they didn't. I, mean, <laughs> I, I mean, don't see how they... Most of them... But not that they're bad, but... No, like this, like this first one, so The Lonely. Like, that's a um, really pretty oh, good episode. Yes. okay. That's great. Yeah. That's got to be the pinnacle. <laughs> but one you like a lot is The Mighty Casey. Yes, I do like that a lot. <laughs> yeah, I hope you're taking notes out there. The Lateness of the Hour has a good twist. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Um, There's the Icing the Body Electric. Not one of my favorites. Steel is a very, um, like, emotional episode. Yeah, I... I have a weird I feel like I sh- shouldn't even like it but I have a weird connection to it yeah I think it's really trying to do something yeah, which yeah. I appreciate yeah. um, there's an there's a great episode called Uncle Simon a great episode <laughs> well I'm being I'm being a little <laughs> facetious but um, it's a fun it's it's kind of fun. there is yes yeah. there is a certain <laughs> funny cruelty yeah. about it yeah uh, the brain center at Whipple's yeah that's I kind of like that one too. I don't, you know, it's not one of the top episodes, but I, I, yeah. So just a couple Twilight Zone recommendations. Um, even their really bad robot ones are kind of fun. Still. Yes. Yeah. Um, there's some. <laughs> yeah. 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 So that that's the first thing that came to mind. And other things that sure. popped up. I, Go ahead. I mean, do we not consider like 
droids to be robots. Yeah, we, I mean, oh, of yeah, course. Like, yeah, obviously, yeah. Star Wars comes to mind. Yeah. Uh, Star Trek, Data. Um, mm, Data's a good one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Data uh, is a big one. I feel like the Star Wars... Oh, well, yeah, of course, the main bots. Yeah. You prefer yeah. one over the other, C- C-3PO or R2-D2? Um, yeah, it was always kind of a little bit more C-3PO. I knew it. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm being serious. Because, like, right as you were saying, like, which one is he? C-3PO. Uh, uh. <laughs> I got, uh, I think, me, even as a kid, I think I got kind of tired of R2-D2's whole thing after a short while. This all makes like, so yeah, much sense. Yeah, Beeping. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Beeping. <laughs> Good. Oh, what about you? Um, I guess I've never really considered them separately. I've just always mm. considered that they come oh, come as wow. a pair. Yeah. Okay, I like that. Um, no, I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think R two D two is a, a really great companion for the Skywalker family. Yeah. Um, but C three PO is really entertaining. I, I think I would probably want lean toward C three PO. Okay. Um, just because of like. Yeah, yeah. No. R2D2 squad. Yeah, sure, Come on. Okay. Sure. Right, sure. <laughs> Actually, BB 8s my favorite. But oh, uh, okay. I yeah, I'd probably take BB8 over the Yeah, whole, he's super funny. Yeah. yeah, and he rolls. I mean, yeah. it just makes so much sense. Right. <laughs> uh, okay, so other okay, other yeah. things that popped um, up in robot culture. Blade Runner comes mm, to mind. Yeah. It's not quite as viscerally robotic. Yeah. Like, you know, you know they're robots, but it's not like you see their Right robot form that much um of course uh, short circuit uh, Johnny Five. Of course. I mean, <laughs> of course perhaps the most famous of the uh good robots well i guess not counting star wars <laughs> yeah and star trek no. he's oh. a good robot i don't know about the i don't know about short circuit uh oh i mean it's i wouldn't say great but mm. it's good okay, okay. <laughs> steve I, gutenberg I, I would, love Gutenberg. I would have expected you to mention uh, Bender from Futurama. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, that's a good yeah, call. That's a good call. He's great. Um, you know, I know it's a little corporate, but I love Wall-E. Um, actually, that's a great robot movie. There's a lot of like cool little variations on robots in Wall-E. Yeah. Um, a couple other things. Uh, Ghost in the Shell, the anime, pretty, pretty uh, significant. Um, and it's like pure robot um, hardware. It's a lesser killer robot movie, kind of in the vein of Terminator 2. Not as good, or Terminator, not as good, but you know, it's it got cool effects and stuff. Um, and Ex Machina. Oh, I love it. Very great good. movie. It's yeah. the most recent great robot movie I could come up with. Yeah, I would think uh, so. I robot has robot in the name. Oh, of yes. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta at least mention it. Yeah. I mean, There's also robots. The like DreamWorks oh, movie. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Uh, I robot. Well, I was entertained by. Oh, um, I think I, I really enjoyed the robot in Meet the Robinsons. I don't know if you saw that. Me? No, it's it a Disney movie. Um, um, robot and Frank. I don't know if you ever watched that. Um. It's with um, Frank Langella. Oh, yeah, Langella. yeah. Uh, he plays good. an old guy, has Alzheimer's, and there's these like robots that help older people in the society. It's a really good yeah. one. He plans a robbery with the robot. Um, that's a really fun movie. <laughs> good. Um, does does reboot count? It's more computer parts, isn't it? Yeah. 
Uh, there's like robotic type things in there, but yeah. they're all supposed to be like programs or something. Yeah. Um, Lost in Space robot, pretty famous yeah, robot. Of course. Um, Jetsons. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Gort from I think his name from uh, the day the Earth stood still. Hmm. I wonder what someone a listener is screaming right now at us. Yeah, there's probably there's <laughs> gotta be some. Um, yeah. I think when we said we were talking robots, your your reaction of I've never really thought much about robots was I mean you, you mentioned something like that earlier and that's the same reaction I had. Uh, oh oh, oh yeah. uh, two thousand one a space odyssey. Uh, oh like okay. one of the most yeah, famous yeah. robots. Yeah. I mean, sort of a robot. There's a funny robot in oh, there's two funny robots uh, Moon. I don't know if you've ever seen uh, Moon yeah, oh, yeah. with um, Sam Sam Rockwell. Yes, yes. <laughs> there's a funny uh, robot in that. And there's also a pretty funny robot in Interstellar, which is not like a funny mm, movie. Yes, but the, that is sort of a little funny. They actually, like I think, have to adjust the humor level on the robot as they're traveling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's kind of good. Yeah. Um, also, um, there's a movie called Chopping Mall, which seems like, it always seemed like, you know, it'd be a direct, a regular slasher from the name, yeah. Uh, but it's robots, oh. killer robots. Well, I think you just satisfied one of those listeners that was screaming. Maybe I don't know. Screaming pretty... about you <laughs> neglecting their kind of... <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm sure we've missed some. Uh, yeah, but probably. You know. Oh, uh, you probably don't like this episode of Twilight Zone, but um, I sing the body electric. I said that. Oh, you did. Yeah. Oh, my bad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't like that episode of Twilight Zone. <laughs> Uh, I think it's good, though. Yeah. I like that. I think that's based on a too. short story, right? Um, there's a poem. Oh, okay. Uh, maybe it's a short story as well. I don't... Okay. Um, well, before we wrap up our first episode of Podtober here, I figure we'd get to a listener letter. Going to try to do that a little bit more this month. Um, we'll start with a letter here from our friend Jacob who sent us his presidential yes. cabinet. Uh, these these were sent a long, long time ago, and I apologize. All right, so this is his uh, Nick presidential cabinet. He says, hey there, Yankee Doodle Gut Buckets. Uh, I loved your presidential cabinet episode. It gave me the idea to challenge, uh, to challenge myself to create an administration of my own with a collection of Nick oddballs. Agriculture. Stinky. He can grow giant pumpkins, for goodness sake. Mm. Justice. Uh, Department of Justice. Who on earth cares more about enforcing the law than crossing guard Frank Gulcher? <laughs> Love it. <laughs> With a cigarette in hand. Commerce. John McFlemph of Pete and Pete. A master salesman with a boomerang aluminum siding business under his belt. John is a natural when it comes to making deals and supporting industry. Please vote for him, but hey. No pressure. <laughs> uh, Department of Defense, Reptar. That's a good one. Yeah. Uh, Department of Education, Angie from Shelby Wu. You oh. think you think she's not qualified? Okay. Just watch her teach your daughter basic fractions with sugar and measuring cups, and you'll be convinced. <laughs> Is that, that I think that's a uh, mouse that roared reference. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Department of Energy, Kel, because he's pure energy. Thanks. Yeah. yeah. Department of Health, Amanda from the Tale of the Night Shift. Whoa. Oh, right. Okay. She's a nurse. Yeah. yeah. yeah you know, a 14-year-old nurse. Yeah. Uh, Department of Homeland Security. In this field, a perfectionist is required. Someone highly dedicated with a whole team to back him up. 
Enter former Wellsville coach Ed Narens. <laughs> <laughs> Like the yes. setup on that one. Yeah, That's he nice. will win for you. <laughs> uh, housing and urban development. The entire Hey Arnold Kid cast. Having already proven themselves with urban development with the cleanup of Gerald Field, the youth of today <laughs> deserve to take over the department from the adults. That's, nice. a, that's a smart one, yeah. The uh, Department of Interior, Bob the Striped Bass from Pete and Pete. <laughs> the legendary creature has a lot to say about mankind's impact on nature. Aided by his translator, Eliza Thornberry, old Bob mm. will work his gills off to maintain our national parks. Okay. Yeah, nice. Yeah, I like it. Uh, Department of Labor, Ernie Potts. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Department of State, Olga Pataki. Hmm. Yeah, I guess she would. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Department of Transportation, Mr. Rockmore. With experience <laughs> as an air yeah. traffic controller, Roger will make travel safer and easier than ever before, unless Kel is nearby. In that case, be on the lookout for flying turkeys. <laughs> uh, Department of Treasury, Miss Fingerwood, the math teacher. Just simply adds up. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> Department of Veterans Affair, Don Wrigley. Mm. Don't fight him on it, or he'll beat your grass. <laughs> uh, so he, he wants to do president first. Our president is level-headed, metal-headed, and full of grit. Joyce Wrigley embodies the most important qualities that our species has to offer. Guiding the nation with a motherly hand, Joyce will be stern but fair in all things politics. She's pretty adamant on a national 9 o'clock curfew for all growing boys, but is willing to compromise and push it to 10.15. <laughs> and his vice president, Cynthia from Rugrats. With a person as universally loved as Mrs. Wrigley as president, do we honestly need a living VP? <laughs> <laughs> Sincerely, Jacob, the campaign manager. Nice. Very, uh, very detailed. Yeah, very thoughtful. Yeah. Yeah, loved it. Uh, well, thank you, Jacob. Um, Andrew, Podtober rolls on. Yep. Very quickly here. Get ready, folks. Sure. You'll, you'll yeah. have one by midweek here. What are we What are we talking at the midweek? Uh, the next episode we're talking about is Rocket Power the Night Before. Boo. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, it'll be interesting. Yeah. Um, it almost sounds like a Christmas episode title. The Night Before. <laughs> yeah, it's a Beatles song. Uh, right? <clears throat> it should be interesting. Um, Candace, our friend Candace, will be joining us for the first time in a while. Uh, I think she likes Rocket Power. You like Rocket Power. Yep. I'm pro Rocket Power, for sure. And I think it stinks. Mm, uh, sure. <laughs> so it should be, we'll see how this goes, uh, their attempt at... Uh, I don't think it's Halloween. It'll be Mischief Night uh, on that episode. Mm. So tune in for that. Uh, in the meantime, if you want to get a hold of us, you uh, can find us on Twitter at BOC Podcast, Instagram at Orange Couch Podcast. You can email us like Jacob did at orangecouchpodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on iTunes, Spotify, Podbean. Uh, shout out to DS Grunt. Oh disgruntled player <laughs> in like so many letters thank you disgruntled player for leaving us a review we really uh, appreciate that and um, if you think any of your friends out there might like podtober or robots regrets give us a listen and speaking of robots kevin <laughs> <laughs> i i just want to apologize to everyone that you're starting off your podtober with me but i, I we did last year too <laughs> i promise it gets better from here 
we right, you started with us with Clarissa, right? Yeah, it sounds Ooh, right. Great episode. And, and that <laughs> I'm trying to go back. Oh yeah, yeah. I we should maybe that would be fun if we made like a recommendation list of our mm, favorite yeah. Podtober episodes. That's a good one. Yeah, it's great. And I couldn't think of a better person to kick it off with, Kevin. All right, well, I appreciate you're, you're that. Spooky, you're spooky, <laughs> you're kooky. Yeah. You're all together. Ooky. Very good. Um, no, it was, uh, it was great Great being back. Nice talking with you guys. Yeah, it was awesome. Um, well, we'll see all you Transformers next time. Up. Oh yeah, Transformers. Of course. <laughs> oh my <Right>. god. <laughs> That's the one people are screaming. <laughs>